always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is reminding you to get ready to be amazed. The enemy would love for you to see negative circumstances and assume that the outcome will be consistent with what you see. But not only is the devil a liar, so are your five senses. What God is about to do for you is going to completely contradict what you see. So get ready to be wowed and amazed by his awesome power. Welcome to this year. Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast, which is brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God has destined you to be. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Day Women Ministries, and I am bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York. The mood in the studio is absolutely celebratory. Woohoo! <laughs> This is the first time I've been in the studio since July. If you've been keeping up with the ministry, you already know the enemy came after me and attacked me viciously in my body. We'll get into the details in a moment. But first, let me say thank you for praying for me. Your cards, letters, and gifts have reduced me to tears. I would be remiss if I did not celebrate this dedicated team at Empowering Everyday Women Ministries and City Church Buffalo. You have just stepped right up and kept the ministry going, and I am profoundly impacted by your commitment to the things of God. Every single podcast you hear is available as a free resource. Stream and download it on iTunes, Google Play, your daily cup of inspiration.com, and other digital outlets. You can also go to my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D I A N N A H O B B S, when you hit that red subscribe button and turn on your notifications every single time a new podcast is uploaded, you'll be among the first to know. Also, make sure you follow along on social media, Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, Twitter at Team Deanna Hobbs, and Instagram. Now, I used to be on Instagram at I am Deanna Hobbs. Some of you may remember that, but I asked my ministry team to get rid of my personal page. As much as I love connecting with you there, after all I've been through, I just kind of need to streamline my life a little bit and cut away some of the excess things that add more weight to my load. But even though I'm no longer personally on Instagram, follow the ministry at Empowering Everyday Women. That's the handle. If you're not following already, please make sure you do that. Again, that's at Empowering Everyday Women. Now that we've gotten those preliminaries out of the way, let's begin today's encouragement with a prayer. God, I humbly thank you for this special day, for how you brought me through one of the worst storms of my life and brought me safely back to my dear family of listeners who have gathered to hear a word from you that will leave every single person listening encouraged and in anticipation of the extraordinary miracles you're about to perform in their life just as you worked a miracle for me. For this I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Daily Cup family, let me warn you up front. This podcast may be one of the longest ones I've ever done. I have 
have been gone away for a long time and I have quite a bit to say and it's much too difficult to condense that. So I hope you'll stay with me and hear what God has put on my heart for you today and I believe it'll bless your life. So where have I been? Well, at the end of July, I had a hysterectomy and you can catch up on my podcast from July for details on that. But anyway, my surgeon successfully performed the operation early in the morning. Everything went great, but by evening, I experienced complications. My blood pressure skyrocketed as well as my heart rate and suddenly I was critical and I ended up in the ICU. God guided my exceptional medical staff and they stabilized me. Of course, I thought that was it. Praise the Lord. I was regulated, discharged out of the woods. But about a week later, it was uh, early August by then and I wound up right back in the hospital. And this time I was in far worse condition. I suffered a mini stroke and had over 20 seizures and lost the feeling on my left side. It was paralyzed. I could barely string a coherent sentence together. My speech was so slurred, Daily Cut family. It was hard to understand me. And I couldn't really think clearly. Finding the words in my brain was nearly impossible. I can't go into all of it here, but let me tell you, our great God worked a miracle for me right in the hospital. I do not use that word miracle lightly or flippantly. Here's what happened. The medical staff released me from ICU into general care. I was surrounded by family. They had traveled from near and far to be by my bedside because the situation was dire. It was so touch and go. They didn't know if I would make it out alive. Mm -mm. Let me keep it together. I was very sick. And so a quick side note, I have to say thank you to my family for coming to be by my side. They rallied around me and held me up in prayer when it looked like all hope was lost. My husband, Kenya, what do I say? He is the best man I know. Mm. On this side of heaven, he stood by my side and assured me that it was going to be all right. It got so dark sometimes, but he was a rock for me all day and all night. He was there. The Hobbs children, Kyla, Kaya, Kadar, and Caleb came to see me in the ICU with smiles on their faces when they actually felt like going to pieces, but they didn't want me to be stressed or sad. Teams of doctors and specialists assessed me and the reports were all negative. They agreed I was going to need long-term inpatient rehab. And then when I was strong enough to go home, they thought I'd need a home health aide to assist me. But God said something different. He did something that doctors literally cannot explain to this day. Before I got up Daily Cut family and witnessed God's power, I remember asking with slurred speech if there was a walker anywhere in the hospital room. In the natural, I can't even imagine what would have put that thought in my head, but in the spiritual, I know that the Holy Spirit did. I must have sounded absolutely crazy to my family because my left leg and arm did not work at all. It took a team of medical staffers to roll me into bed and situate me. So my kind-hearted family looked concerned. They had filled the hospital room to be a support team, and here I was asking for a walker. Well, despite their concerns about me and hospital protocols, they found a walker in the closet, (laughs) and they helped me up onto it. Without them helping me, I would have just fell to the floor, but I believed God anyway, and even though my circumstances looked terrible and all 
all the evidence I saw said this mission to walk again was impossible that day. I don't take my cues from evidence. God's word is my evidence. But after my brother and my mom helped me up onto that walker, the faith I used to get me up with assistance grew a little bit stronger. And so I went into the bathroom with assistance from my mom and my sister. And when I got ready to come out, my faith woke all the way up and went into overdrive. I sensed the presence of the Lord and instantly I knew it was a moment when he wanted to work. I asked my mom, take this walker away. Take it. I repeated my request. I was ready. Mom went ahead and took that walker and I took one very shaky step by faith. I felt my foot shift under me as if I were about to fall. Oh, but let me tell you what happened next. The power of God took over my body and my whole left side got strong and steady. My limbs that had not been responding to my brain had no choice but to respond to the voice of God. My speech that had been slurred no longer was. I could perfectly articulate words. I raised my left arm and stretched my fingers for the first time since my medical emergency had stolen my strength and some of my cognitive brain function. I wish that I could freeze frame what my daddy's face looked like when he saw that happen. It was the look of surprise and we blessed the name of the Lord. There was no more shaking. There was no more weakness. My arm was stable and so was my leg. Everything I could not do moments earlier, I was instantly able to do. As some of the saints like to say, you can't tell me nothing about my God. It was truly miraculous when all the specialists and therapists showed up to help me that day and the next day, they walked away astonished. One nurse was quaking and her eyes filled with tears. This is a good place for a praise break. I should not be alive. I should not be able to form coherent sentences. I should not be in the studio sharing this word with you, but I know why I'm functioning. It is because God spoke a word of healing over me. Had I focused on my circumstances in the hospital and what they were saying to me, I would not have had enough faith to get up out of that bed. I wouldn't have even tried, but I remembered the word of the Lord and I agreed with his word. After all, he said, by Jesus's stripes, I am healed. He said, I am more than a conqueror, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God just has to say it and you have to believe it. Second Kings 7 shows us a man that could not believe. He could not fathom being amazed by God. And it was during a time of extreme famine. And God sent a word through Elisha that by this time tomorrow, fine flour and barley will be super cheap and accessible. Now things were so bad and God was promising a complete economic reversal in 24 hours. The Bible says one of the king's officers was so skeptical in verse 2, he said in response to the word of the Lord, look, even if the Lord should open the floodgates of heaven, could this happen? His skepticism was based on what he had been seeing. Food was scarce and it was expensive. So this word seemed bogus and ridiculous and implausible and impossible to him. Because this officer doubted, Elisha said, you will see it with your eyes, but you will not eat 
any of it. You know, some folks don't believe in miracles, but they don't stop miracles from happening. They just stop themselves from receiving one. Well, in this chapter, surely the word of the Lord came to pass. God used supernatural noise making to scare Israel's enemies. Scripture says the sound God caused the Arameans to hear made them believe that they were under attack when they were not. So they fled and abandoned their camp. And this enemy had plenty of food and other spoils. They had fine flour and barley, but they left it all behind. So the Israelites went into the abandoned camp of the enemy where the food supply was abundant. And that's how they got it for so cheap, just as God had said. This goes to show you that God knows the details even when you and I don't. When he says he's going to do something, don't try to figure out how. That's how you mess up. Just trust him. Too bad for that officer in this Bible story he didn't believe. So just as Elisha said, this officer saw the word come to pass, but he did not get to enjoy any of that food or take advantage of those low prices because he was trampled by the people running into the abandoned camp and he died. Listen, don't make this mistake. Believe the word of the Lord, even if you can't see how it will happen. I know it might not look like a turnaround is coming based on your perspective, but faith does not need to have a full picture because God, the one in whom we trust, knows that full picture. Are you still with me today? He knew he would heal my body before I went to ICU, but to look at me, it appeared that a healing was off the table. Yet I chose to put my confidence, my trust in God above that circumstantial evidence I saw and heard. Are you letting circumstantial evidence rattle you or are you determined that your faith will not be swayed by circumstantial evidence? I want to make this really plain. In law, when evidence is circumstantial, that simply means it didn't come from direct observation. Circumstantial evidence isn't 100% reliable. It will mislead you. It will take you to the wrong conclusion because there's no way to be sure that what you are seeing with your eyes or hearing with your ears is in reality true. I'm going somewhere with this. You need an eyewitness to know for certain what is happening. And God is that eyewitness. He is an eyewitness to your victory because God sees the end from the beginning. So he has already seen your breakthrough. He has already seen your healing. He has already seen your restoration, your deliverance and your blessing. Furthermore, he is the one who ordained it and established it to be so even before the foundations of the earth. So God is the only eyewitness who can testify on your behalf and say for sure what will happen concerning you. Even Jesus said in John 5 and 31 through 32, if I were to testify on my own behalf, my testimony would not be valid, but someone else is also testifying about me. And I assure you that everything he says about me is true. Everything God says about you is true. And today he is saying, prepare to be amazed. He has the final word and the only word that matters. When Jesus was talking to the Jewish leaders in John 5, he scolded them because they read about the Messiah in the scriptures and failed to believe even when Jesus, the Messiah, the son of God, the sent one, the savior of the world, the king of the Jews, the son of David, the root of Jesse, the lion of Judah, the stone that the builders rejected. He was standing right in front of them. They didn't even believe the testimony of God who had already confirmed Jesus's identity as the Messiah, the son of the living God. Are you guilty of not believing? 
believing the testimony of God. He says you can have, do, and be more. He says you are above and not beneath, the head and not the tail, the lender and not the borrower, healed and not sick. He says you are anointed, a royal priesthood, and adopted into his family. He says you are an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. He says you have a divine inheritance and that nothing shall be impossible to you if you believe. God, the eyewitness to your destiny, has already spoken. You can't create your own testimony based on that unreliable, flawed, circumstantial evidence you see, no matter how convincing or compelling. Jesus even said in John 5 and 34 that he doesn't accept human testimony. And you know what? Neither do I. That's why I refuse to believe the report of the doctors. That was human testimony based on circumstantial evidence that went against divine authority based on an eyewitness account. Whose report was I going to believe? It was a no-brainer. I believe the testimony of the one who told me in Romans 8 and 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal body through his spirit who dwells in you. This all mortal body of mine was breaking down, but I believe in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. That power lives in me. Somebody listening to me, God sent you here not by accident. He pulled me into the studio and anointed my lips to convey this message. If you will but agree with the testimony of God, you will arise out of this valley and see him do something amazing. You will know that the Lord has spoken to you this day. His testimony about you differs from the circumstantial evidence you see. But if you agree with his eyewitness testimony, you will see victory. You will see breakthrough. You will see healing. You will see doors open. You will see ways made. You will see loved ones saved. You will see increase. You will see elevation. You will see a move of God unlike any you have ever witnessed to remind you that you will see victory and you ought to prepare to be amazed by God's power. I am stirring the words Moses said to the Israelites before they crossed over into victory right into your cup of inspiration. Those words are found in Exodus 14 and 13 in the New King James Version. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today as you drink down the contents of your cup. If you believe the testimony of the Lord, which is the word of the Lord, you will see victory secured for you and your enemy will be defeated. God is challenging you to ignore the circumstantial evidence and exercise faith. And as Hebrews 11 and 1 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You might not see it, but you don't have to because the only evidence you need is God's word. And if you trust his word, it will come to pass. Prepare to be amazed. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. I thank you that you are preparing them for a miracle. What their circumstances are dictating greatly differs from what your word dictates. So help them grab hold to this word and help them to embrace what you say despite what they see. As they do this, I thank you, Lord, that there's a supernatural turnaround that's about to be revealed in their life. We agree in faith and declare that it is already done because your word is all the proof and all the evidence we'll ever need. In Jesus' name, we glorify you. Amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.